When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes a list comes out where you look at it and you think, man, that just isn't right. And this time it's about the Hall of Fame and the Pittsburgh Steelers just got roasted in it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We are talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and three names who I guess are not going to make the Hall of Fame one day. But let me tell you, it's going to be very, very hard to keep all three of them out. The three names I'm talking about are Cam Hayward, Patrick Peterson and TJ Watt, who did not make the 33rd team's list of current NFL players headed to the Hall of Fame. The list includes plenty of great names, and I think that's the thing not to take away here is I'm trying very hard not to make it a TJ Watt is better than Miles Garrett. Cam Hayward is better than Ndamukong Sue. Patrick Peterson is better than Jalen Ramsey situation. This is not that type of argument. The argument is the NFL Hall of Fame honors the best of the best. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have three players that are the best of the best and have been for quite some time. And to not put them on this list is disrespectful. It's not to put them on the list above players and say this is disrespectful in a different manner. No, spread the wealth. And when you're creating a list like this, yeah, chances are Miles Garrett finds himself in the Hall of Fame one day. Chances are Nadamakan Sue finds himself in the Hall of Fame one day. And same with Jalen Ramsey. But chances are TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, and Patrick Peterson are right there with them. And if I had to guess, They're getting in maybe above all three of those names. We'll start with Cam Hayward and Patrick Peterson. And just a quick skim, touch the surface of their resumes. 332 combined starting games of experience. Hayward enters this season, where he's still going strong, with 78 and a half sacks, 115 tackles for loss, six Pro Bowls, a few All-Pro awards, and five Walter Payton Man of the Year nominations. That's pretty good. Peterson, 34 interceptions, 111 pass deflections, 20 allowed touchdowns in 12 seasons, eight Pro Bowl selections, and a 2010s all-decade team selection. You're telling me he was one of the greatest players of a decade, but he's not going to make the Hall of Fame? I think the argument ends there, but we'll keep going. Don't worry about it. You talk about TJ Watt. And we'll just start with two of them that probably get him in, even if he never played again. He owns a share of the NFL's single-season sack record. And if you watched the game and watched history be made, you know that he won and broke the sack record in that game against Baltimore. There's almost no argument. But just for the stat book, he shares a spot on that record. He's also a former Defensive Player of the Year. And if that's not enough, for Hall of Fame consideration, 
He's been in the league for six seasons. In six seasons, he's got 77 and a half sacks, 88 tackles for loss, four all-pro selections, five Pro Bowl selections. He's led the league in forced fumbles, and he led the league in sacks not once, but twice. He's also, as I mentioned before, owns a Defensive Player of the Year award once in six years and is a single-season sack record holder. You can make the argument for TJ Watt that he's still got a career ahead of him and he's got to make the most of it and he can't let injuries bring him down. And one offseason where a pectoral injury shut him down for seven games is currently the highlight of TJ Watt's career. That is all all the critics want to talk about is how TJ Watt's durability is a concern because obviously JJ Watts became a concern later in his career. I get it. But you look at what he's done so far and you got to think, yeah, well, as long as he continues to play well and he's just just skimming the start, the midway point maybe of his NFL career, there's got to be more success ahead, plenty of success ahead. But you look at Cam Hayward and you look at Patrick Peterson and you remember one quote, and it's not one quote that sits in Pittsburgh. It's not a Mike Tomlinism. It's a quote that goes around the NFL that has been known forever that holds as true as true can be within an NFL organization. The best ability is availability. And you think about Cam Hayward and you think about Patrick Peterson. Let me toss this out out at you. They were both drafted in 2011. In their 12-year careers combined, they have had one season where they have missed more than half of the games played one season. It was in 2016 with Cam Hayward. Besides that, they've played every single season almost fully. Maybe one game or two games here that they've missed. But overall, you're looking at two guys, Peterson with 184 career starts and Cam Hayward with 148 career starts in 183 games. There is almost no denying, and I get, I get these things. TJ Watt floats under the radar because of his brother JJ, and that's hard to live up to. I understand that one. Miles Garrett is in the AFC North, and that makes it even more difficult because for some reason, those around the NFL and who talk about the NFL have always, always admired Miles Garrett as one of the greatest to ever play, even when he hasn't done anything. In times where Miles Garrett has played flat, the NFL has brought him up as if he is already a Hall of Famer. He walked into the league a solidified all-pro. He walked into the league as one of the greatest defensive ends to ever play. That's been the narrative. It'll hold strong. And don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not trying to take anybody off this list. Miles Garrett belongs on this list. But when you're comparing these two, it's hard to remember how dominant TJ Watt is if you're not in Pittsburgh watching what he does on a week-to-week basis because you're so obsessed with what Miles Garrett is trying to do. You talk about Cam Hayward, and he's probably the quietest dominant defensive lineman in the last decade or so. People just let this man slide under the table and continue to ride without any attention, and by no means has he ever gotten enough of what he deserves consistently been one of the most dominant players in the NFL. He has consistently held the Pittsburgh Steelers together and has consistently been a force to wreck with for offensive linemen. 
There's no reason for him not to be as dominant or as talked about as any of these other guys, maybe outside of Aaron Donald, except for the fact that he plays on a Pittsburgh Steelers defense that has been rocky over the last decade, who has TJ Watt, who's going to take up most of the attention, now has Minka Fitzpatrick, who takes up even more of the attention, and has had things happen like Ryan Shazier, who have distracted names like Cam Hayward. Easy. As for Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson just arrived in Pittsburgh two months ago. And before those two months, I knew everything there was to know about Patrick Peterson. And the rest of the league knew everything there was to know about Patrick Peterson. Because Patrick Peterson, since the day he walked into the NFL, has been one of the most dominant corners this league has ever seen. He has been nothing but excellence, nothing but elite. Even at 32 years old, people are talking about how this guy could be a playmaker and an X-factor for the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary. He's 32 years old and he plays cornerback. That does not happen. What all three of these guys are missing, especially Patrick Peterson, is a Super Bowl. I get it. You look at a name like Jalen Ramsey, and Jalen Ramsey might be a, a 1B to Patrick Peterson's 1A. But he's got a Super Bowl. Aaron Ro- or Aaron Donald... Nadama can sue. They got Super Bowls. You're going to talk about those things. These Steelers don't. But then you look at guys like Miles Garrett, and they don't either. So it's a tough, tough situation, tough conversation to have when you're trying to convince someone who does not see the greatness in these three players. But it really shouldn't be that hard. It's not a who's the greatest of all time. This isn't a Jordan versus LeBron argument. This isn't a Tom Brady versus whoever argument or a Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady argument. The chicken and the egg, two totally different things than what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is there are a lot of players who deserve their credit and deserve a spot in Canton, Ohio, as part of the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I got to tell you that if you're tossing names like Cordell Patterson and Matthew Stafford, and Matt Ryan onto a list of potential Hall of Famers, and you forgot somewhere along the way about names like Patrick Peterson, Cam Hayward, and TJ Watt, maybe you shouldn't be talking about who's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because you forgot three of the biggest names in the NFL and three guys that I don't even know if they're potential Hall of Famers. I look at at least two of them, And I'd say 2.5 and say they're most likely Hall of Famers.